Welcome back to another edition of FedSmart Podcast. We've got a lot of great information for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, every single federal employee is going to get a lot of great information on our conversation today. Stephen, we've got a lot of great info because we, we consistently get a lot of questions about retirement and, and people who are looking at retirement or in retirement. And they always kind of have this idea or this fantasy about retirement and ask us, Okay, how much money should I have in my TSP? You know, should everybody have a million dollars in their TSP when they retire? Or how many commas? How many zeros should I have in my thrift savings plan? Should I have all my debt paid off? Like, what is the key to retiring successfully? And we want to tell you today and go over the topic of the number one thing that we want you to look at and plan for, in our opinion, for you to be successful in retirement. And that number one thing that you should look at is income, 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 income. And when we talk about income, we talk about net take-home income after deductions, after taxes, health insurance, what's actually being deposited into your bank in retirement. So rule number one when it comes to retirement and a rule of thumb is not everybody that's you know 65 should have a million in their TSP. Everybody who's 62 need 1.5 million. No, everybody is different and unique for their retirement. And it ultimately boils down to your income and what you're taking home. So we're going to give you a couple um, hacks, a couple things to know about statistics, as well as ways to set it up for you specifically to make sure that you have enough income and how to plan for retirement when you're looking at it income-wise. It's going to make it a lot easier planning for retirement, looking at income rather than having a certain number and dollar amount that you're shooting for, you know, stop comparing yourself to your friend who has a million dollars. You know, uh, we've seen people, Stephen, that have a million dollars that, uh, you know, they kind of, for lack of a better term, struggle in retirement, don't have enough income. And then other people who have maybe 300 grand in their TSP, and they're really comfortable, have plenty of income and Money for emergency discretionary we've seen, expenses. We've seen people with a hundred thousand in their TSP be completely fine and comfortable because it's like you said, it's where the rubber meets the road is income. It's what you're physically living off of each month that matters. And uh, we all know, I think, those people who have saved millions of dollars in their retirement funds and and were scared, didn't know how much to use or whatever, died, left it to somebody, and they blew it. So, I mean, it is all about income, what you're living off of truly is where the rubber meets the road. And when we are doing the meetings, that's what it's all about. It's it's okay, when's the appropriate time to retire? Well, it's all based off of your income needs and what you physically need to live off of. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Some people can afford to retire at 55 or 57 because of the amount of income that they're going to look at. And like you said, some people have a million dollars at 55 or 1.5 or whatever. They have a large balance and they can't afford to retire because they're not going to be able to generate enough income from all their income sources in retirement. So <clears throat> it is not a dollar amount. It's not a certain number of zeros or things like that. So what you need to look at is, you know, I mean, calculating your pension and your supplement or calculating your pension and your social security is all well and good. But remember, all those numbers are gross. And even when you're calculating on like, say, the GRB platform or something like that, that is um, gross figures. And what you want to look at is your actual take-home pay. 
And we put on memes on our Facebook page. We talk about people that are taking home the same amount of income that they were when they were working. And a lot of people are like, oh, no way. You know, there's no way you can get to that. But actually, when you look at it, especially if you plan ahead, there's definitely the opportunity to even sometimes take home the same amount of income that you were taking home while you were working and still have additional assets for emergency discretionary purposes or offset inflation and things like that. So the first thing you want to look at when you're looking at your income is obviously figure out your, your gross figures. You want to know what you're going to get when you're first eligible from your pension, maybe your pension at either your uh, social security or your supplement, whatever you're going to be entitled to when you retire. And then you want to look at your net figures. You want to figure out what your taxes are going to be federal. Find out is your state going to tax your pension? Um, does it tax your social security? And then are you going to have a survivor benefit? Um, are you married basically? Are you going to have that coming off of your check? What's your FEHB, your, your health benefits going to cost you? Maybe dental vision if you're taking that into retirement. And then your FEGLI, are you going to have some life insurance in retirement? And figure out what those deductions are. Now, keep in mind, that sounds like a lot of deductions, but it's way less than when you were working. You know, you don't pay FICA taxes anymore, Medicare taxes. You're not paying TSP FERS. contributions. Yeah, your TSP contributions, FERS. And for FEHB uh, too, Jesse, a, a lot of people, when they're looking at it, plan on what they have now. Like we, we've run meetings before where uh, they have a family plan, but they're not retiring for three or four years. And by then the children will be off of it. So kind of look forward and see what your situation is going to be when you're retired, not necessarily what it is right now. Exactly. Yeah. Things change when you're retired. Um, like you said, depending upon how many years it's out and the cost, if you are on like a self plus one or a self only, and you're going to be on the same plan in retirement, um, you know, the cost for most agencies is is the same going into retirement. A retired person is paying the same as an active employee. So um, you get these gross numbers and the GRB sometimes, if you calculate with the GRB or HR, they spit out some numbers sometimes. And almost always we see those net numbers actually incorrect. They don't know what your actual um, tax brackets going to be what your federal taxes are. You know, if you are married and you're filing joint, they don't know what your joint income is with your spouse. So your net figures sometimes can be hard to figure out. And that's why it can be good to work with a financial professional who has experience with that. But you want to look at your net take home pay in retirement. And then you want to know what your net take home is right before you retire. So if you're close to retirement, you know what you're actually taking home, what's deposited into your account every single pay period. You want to get an idea of that and then <clears throat> multiply that times in most years, 26 and then divide it by 12. And again, it sounds really complicated, which is why it's good sometimes to work with a financial professional. But you figure out what your take home pay is in retirement from your two sources and then what the difference is from your take home today. And then based on that, let's say that, for example, you calculate the figures and then you figure out I need $1,000 net more per month for my assets to take home the same or to maybe take home 80% of your take home and maintain the same lifestyle going into retirement. But you're going to need, in my example, $1,000 a month 
more to break even and to make the same. Now you've figured out what's called your income gap. Now you know what the difference is between what you have and what you need to maintain the same lifestyle. And so based on that, now I know I need $1,000. So now we plan, okay, how much do I need in the TSP or my retirement assets to be able to generate a thousand dollars to retire too. Like if there's not enough in the TSP to get there, maybe that means work a couple extra years. Maybe you're 60 and 62 getting the higher pension computation is going to make all the difference. So it really, it really is what, what everything's surrounded by. Exactly. Or on top of that too, even maybe if you need to retire sooner for health issues or taking care of a family member, maybe you need to make some lifestyle changes yourself and move to a different area that's the cost of living is lower or, you know, cancel a cable bill or lower your cable bill or, or some kind of way to lower your monthly expenses. So you don't need as much, but there are other ways you know, to change your lifestyle so that you can retire when you want to. But now you know your income gap. And like Steven said, now you know, maybe I do have to work till I'm 65 or maybe good news, I can retire at 57 or or whatever, but you know your income gap. And based on that, that helps us figure out how much you need in your TSP to generate that monthly income to uh, fulfill that gap and still have some money left over for emergency discretionary purposes, for to offset inflation in the future, if you need long-term care, or maybe you have other plans in retirement, like you want to buy a vacation home or whatever, but now you know uh, approximately how much you should have in your TSP. And based on how much your income gap is, that tells you how much you should have in your investments. Not everybody should have a million dollars or everybody should have 500,000 or whatever, like we talked about. It's specific to you and your goals and your needs and what that income gap is. And then, like Steven said, I mean, we meet with people and sometimes we say, yeah, you're either going to have to make some big lifestyle changes or unfortunately, you can't retire at 57 like you wanted to. Um, you know, if if you look at things and you're going to have just enough in your TSP to where you are going to generate enough, but you have a pretty good chance of running out of money based on your balance and how much you need per month. And it's barely, the numbers barely add up. Again, you still may want to work longer. You have to account for inflation and the fact that you could live a long time and emergencies that could pop up and also cause withdrawals from your TSP and, and make your income gap now more um, of, a, of an issue with your balance on your TSP. So there's some things to, to look at. But when it comes to retirement, rule number one, in our opinion, and the most important thing is income, income, income. And then once you figure out that income gap, okay, how do I then generate enough interest or how do I make sure that I can provide that income to fill that gap and to not run out of money? That helps us strategize when to start social security too. That's that second leg of income. You know, you have the three, you have your pension, social security, and TSP. And uh, so that also really helps dictate, okay, when's the best time to start social security? Because much like anything, that is a very personal decision. It's doesn't, not everyone should say I'm all, or let's all start it when we're first eligible. If you can delay, there's positives to that. And so uh, again, like Jesse's saying, looking at your income gap and looking at the income sources you're going to have in retirement 
is what it's all about. Absolutely. And even with that income gap, to even go a step further, that also ultimately determines how you should invest and allocate your TSP, right? If you have a very, very healthy balance and you're going to have more than enough to fulfill that income gap plus emergency discretionary expenses, and you're going to be pulling that, let's say, next year, you don't need to be as risky as somebody who's 10 years out from retirement. And right now their balance is not going to fulfill that income gap. They need to, for a lack of better terms, chase double digit returns and have more risk in their allocation maybe so that they can try to get better returns. And by the time they retire, have a healthier balance. And then also, you know, you've got people who are contributing or maybe you're already retired and you're not contributing and you're figuring out a way to fulfill that income gap. And so again, based on that, ultimately determines when you should retire, when you should take social security, how you should invest your TSP and your retirement assets. And maybe should you get a part-time job if you really wanna separate, all of those things. So that's why you can see rule number one becomes income and having a really good idea of what your actual take home income in retirement is, is the most important thing. And as you can see, there's a lot of things to consider to help you calculate and have an approximate take home income rather than just an approximate gross income of what you're looking at. And the best way to do that is to do it with a experienced financial professional and a fiduciary financial advisor, in our opinion, you know, somebody who's going to have your best, um, your best intentions in mind and act on your best behalf and make financial decisions to help you fulfill that income gap, still have money for emergency discretionary expenses, offset inflation, have money for long-term care, whatever might you know life might throw at you, that's the best way to do it. So um, in our experience, a lot of people retire and they're if they haven't worked with a financial professional, they're a little bit caught off guard. And we've had people, you know, we've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this 19 years. And back in 2008, 2009, people who were taking general financial advice and pulling a certain amount, and now they lost 30, 40% of their portfolio. I mean, they're at risk of running out of money and things like that. So you really want to create a specific retirement plan to you and your income that you need in retirement. And as we let you go, we want to remind you, income, income, income. That is what allows somebody to live confidently in retirement and maintain the same lifestyle. They have enough income when they first retire, and it's an income that they either feel very, very confident is going to last the rest of their life, or there's ways to you know, make sure it for sure it doesn't run out. But that's creating a specific plan with a fiduciary financial advisor who's going to have your best intentions um, at heart. And so rule number one, when it comes to retirement, income. What is it, Stephen? Uh, income. income. <laughs> what I had to give what them... is income? Yeah. What is <laughs> income? Like Jeopardy. So um, and it's not uh, Pat anymore. It's uh, what's who, what's her name now? Do you know the name of the lady hosting? I haven't watched Jeopardy no in a idea. long time, but the answer is yeah. what is income? So when you if that question comes up on Jeopardy, now you know the answer. Thanks to Stephen and Jesse Black. Remember that. So thanks for tuning into uh, FedSmart podcast. We've got a, another one coming up with Nick's going to come back on, talk about the Fegley into retirement, the federal life insurance into retirement. So you'll want to tune into that one. But if you're looking at your retirement and your years out, don't look at, okay, how many, how much should I have in my TSP? Start looking at income, meet with a fiduciary uh, financial professional who can help you create that 
income plan because that's ultimately what it's all about. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we were going to do the Fegley one this episode, but we were getting this question constantly. When's the right time to retire, which is a natural question. And uh, hopefully this has been really helpful and we'll catch you guys on the next one. FedSmart podcast is meant for informational purposes only and should not be taken as financial advice. FedSmart, Jesse Black, Stephen Puckett, and Federal Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with any government agency or OPM. Jesse Black offers securities through Creative One Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. And Jesse Black and Stephen Puckett offer advisory services through Creative One Securities, LLC, an investment advisor. Federal Retirement Consultants, FedSmart, are not affiliated with Creative One Securities, LLC. For more information, you can visit FedRetirementConsultants.com. Thank you.